He is a former National Party MP. He was in the uh, Beehive for 15 years. He's also a former Minister of Primary Industries, Nathan Guy. Nathan, these days you're the chairman, amongst other things you're doing, the chairman of the Meat Industry Association. You've just come back from China. Trouble at Mill for New Zealand's red meat industry over there? Oh, g'day, Jamie. Yeah, it's difficult times over there. The COVID rebound has taken a while to sort of work its way through. Inventory's still a bit full and a lot more competition in that massive market, uh, particularly from Brazilian beef. They're finding it a bit more difficult to get up into European Union now because of deforestation. So their exports have grown something like 300% over the last three years. And we know when we look across the Tasman, we've got uh, a massive drought engulfing Australia. And I'm hearing stories of farmers can't get space uh, killing sheep on farm, which is a crying shame. So there's a lot of product coming in, a bit cheaper than ours, into China as well from Aussie. So there's a lot of conflicting things happening right now, but a few green shoots as well. Well, it's a bit of a perfect storm at the moment. My Australian correspondent, Chris Russell, said on last week's show they've just introduced a new lamb price indicator over there. And can you believe it, in the past seven days, as of last Thursday, the average price per head for a lamb sold in Australia was $57. They're quitting them, they're dumping them. That's right, and we all know what happens, Um, supply and demand. Demand's a bit sluggish in China, and when there's more meat coming in from places like Australia and Brazilian beef, in fact, South American beef, Uruguay, Paraguay, uh, Argentina, so they're all having a crack. And our first mover advantage from the FDA, that's evaporated a bit, so we've got to fall back on what we know and what we do well, which is grass-fed. I think there is a real opportunity to do more. We know that our product is lean. We know that it's nutritious. So for those healthy consumers in China, and we're targeting the wealthiest, there's a couple of hundred million of them, uh, we've just got to do a bit better on our narrative, I think, and promote our positives. Do the Chinese give a toss about carbon zero, or for them, is it all about food security and food safety? Well, it's interesting on food safety because, you know, they've had various scares in days gone by, and since COVID, they're actually a little bit China proud more than they were in the past. In the past, it was, we need imports because we know that they're safe. Now they're consuming more of their own products, so that's another issue at play for our exporters. In terms of the climate stuff, it was really interesting in Shanghai, you know, a city about 28 million people, and I haven't been up there for about six years, but what I noticed is almost all of the cars are electric. Those little scooters buzzing around, you used to hear them coming, now you don't because they are electric. I was out running on the Bund and nearly got knocked over by a couple of those. So they are greening, but they're probably not as focused on the environmental sort of footprint as other markets like the EU or the US are. Well, let's stick with that greening theme. You mentioned green shoots earlier in the interview. What are they? When are they coming? Well, I think the the commodity play, we've just got to go deeper. We've built these relationships over about 10 years. Meat companies have. They've been tried and true and tested. They're reliable. We know that the G2G relationship, so government to government, is very strong. And what it's going to mean is exporters going deeper and trying to move just a little bit of product out of commodities. We know that e-commerce is on steroids. That's grown rapidly since COVID. 
And uh, there's a lot of platforms now, and I saw myself at this big importers exhibition we went to where they're just selling product really, really quickly online, and it's distributed out within a matter of hours. So there is an opportunity for us to move some of that product out of commodities into value-add. It's easy to talk about, Jamie. I've been on your show for a number of years talking about that. But in terms of an exporter and a company, it's a bit harder than just you know, a bumper sticker rolling off my lips. So I, I take my hat off to our exporters. They do really well in trying times. And this is still a very important market for us. And it falls back onto one thing, which is the price point. Even though prices are a bit depressed, there's still an earning in China. Just to finish on, Nathan Guy, former National Party MP, former Cabinet Minister, Minister of Agriculture or Primary Industries, when do you think we'll see a government gaze into your crystal ball there? Will we get one this week? We must be close. Well, it's got to be this week, Jamie. I thought it might have been um, last night, Sunday night. Uh, I'm hopeful it'll be in the next couple of days. Country's getting a little bit uh, anxious about it, and I know that there's big, high-level discussions going on, and right down into the detail now. Uh, so we're all hoping, and uh, you know, this hundred-day plan and running parliament, I'm hearing right up to Christmas, is going to be uh, very important. And in fact, they may choose to come back earlier in January and crack on as well. Well, so they should. They've done nothing for the past four or five weeks. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about nothing. Well, if, yeah. they were, if they were a farm worker, Nathan, you would sack them. There you go. No, I'm just joking about the politicians. <laughs> hey, uh, just a final word on Winston. Um, you know, what, was he victim or villain in, in, in these negotiation talks? Oh, Winston's a wily old fox. You and I know him pretty well. He's been on your show for a long time. Uh, he'll be doing his utmost to ensure that New Zealand First gets some you know, good wins out of this. So will David Seymour, and the National Party will be very cognizant of what they've campaigned on. So interesting times. We're just waiting for the ink to dry. Only a matter of days, I would have thought. Hey, Nathan Guy, thank you very much for some of your time today on The Country and your capacity Cheers, as Jamie. Chairman of the Meat Industry Association. Go well. All the best. Cheers, Jamie.